Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Monday. But as a Viking fan, it did not feel like it. Oh, boy. Not fun at all for me. So let's recap the winning card for Monday. I still have two bets pending, but I'm already locked in as a winner. So I'll take it. I had the Vikings minus the three against the Bears. That didn't work out. I had Dobbs under the 237 and a half yards passing. That easily, unfortunately, worked out for me. He had a miserable first half of total offense, of course. Played much better in the second half. Still had the turnovers, and I cashed the ticket, I guess. Chandler, I had over 32 and a half yards rushing for the Vikings. Well, I've lost on Alexander Madison probably five times this year with the prop bets. Why not switch it up? Lose on Chandler. Get, what, four carries for eight yards? And yet I was so confident to bet him over 32 and a half. Disgusting play there. I lose that one. I do cash on Cole Clement over the 36 and a half yards receiving. I think he had in the first quarter for me. So that was an early winner for me. My only fear was don't catch one for negative 10 yards and I'd lose the ticket. So the prop bets go two and one. I lose on the Vikings and then surprise, surprise, I cash another first quarter under. I cash the under seven and a half between the Vikings and the Bears. College basketball. I cash on UC Santa Barbara plus the two and a half. You also backed that one at Twitter. We added the extra unit at a plus one. Twitter vote now, 11 and seven year to date in college basketball. So thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner. We cash on Northwestern. They're down one at halftime. I'm pulling out my hair. But then in the second half, they play much better defensively. They coast to the easy cover. We cash the minus 11 and a half. We have a bet pending on Eastern Washington plus the 14 and a half. As I record this right now, they're at the under eight timeout, and it's a two-point game. So I feel good about it right now, but it can slip, slip away in a hurry in college basketball, as we know. And then my final game of the card is St. Mary's minus the five against Utah. And as I record this right now, they're tied up at 38 right before halftime. So that's the recap for Monday. Let's get to the card for Tuesday. Four games in college basketball, and we start with Howard plus the ten and a half against Cincinnati. So it's a home game for the Bison. It's the little school hosting the big school. Howard is the preseason favorite in the MEAC, and their third project they have three projected first team all conference selections in the starting lineup. Howard is three and four on the season with a three point loss at Georgia Tech, a twenty one point loss at James Madison, a twenty two point loss at Rutgers, 
and a six-point loss at Bryant. At home, 2-0 so far this year. Meanwhile, Cincinnati, they're projected 11th this year in the Big 12. They're off to an excellent 5-0 start. All wins have been by double digits, including 89-54 win over Georgia Tech last time out. This will be their first road game of the year. They're laying double digits, so I'm on the little school once again, hosting the big school. Give me the Bison of Howard, plus the 10.5 over the Bearcats of Cincinnati. Next up on the card, the marquee game probably on the card tonight. It's Miami, the Hurricanes, plus the six at Kentucky. So it's the showdown in Lexington between 5-0 and Miami and 5-1 and Kentucky. The Hurricanes haven't played in over a week. Last time out, they won the Bahamas tournament with an eight-point win over Kansas State after leading that game by 24 at one point. They made me sweat it out late. I didn't like that. The Hurricanes are averaging 89 points per game, 52.4% shooting from the floor, and almost 46% shooting from beyond the arc. The only loss this year for Kentucky was on a neutral floor by five against Kansas, and they led that game by 14 at one point. The Wildcats have looked good. They've actually scored 81 or more points in each of their first six games this year, 1970 was the last time that happened for Kentucky. So Coach Cal appears to have a team with a high upside ceiling this year, yet St. Joseph's took them to overtime at home so they can still be a little inconsistent. So it's tough for me to pass up six with all the good guards for Miami. So give me the Canes at Rupp Arena plus the six at Kentucky. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Next up on the card, we go to my favorite conference in all the land. It's the Missouri Valley Conference. It's Indiana State, minus the five, against Southern Illinois. So it's a battle in Terre Haute, and it'll be the 144th meeting between the rivals. Indiana State was projected fourth in the Valley coming into the season. Southern Illinois was projected ninth in the Valley. The Salukis are off to a 4-1 and one start. Nice showing in Cancun losing by only six to James Madison, and then they pounded New Mexico State by 27. These aren't the Salukis of old. Southern Illinois is averaging over 81 points per game so far this season. That tempo, though, will play right into the hands of the Sycamores, who are averaging over 89 points per game, and they always tend to light it up at home. Indiana State is 5-1 and one on the season. They lost by 22 at Alabama early in the season. Last week in Nevada, the Trees had an excellent showing. They beat Rice by 15, they beat Pepperdine by 8, and they beat a good Toledo Rocket team by 2 in a thriller. That's enough for me. I'm going to lay the 5 with the Sycamores at home in the Missouri Valley Conference opener over Southern Illinois. Next up on the card, it's Northwestern State plus the 8 at UL Monroe. So this is my weakest play on the board, I'll admit that. I had five, six different games in this fourth slot at one point. I just couldn't make up my mind. UL Monroe is two and three on the season. 
They lost by 53 to Houston. We know the Cougars are really good. They lost by 10 to Louisiana Tech, and they lost by 13 at SMU. They did pull off the upset win at Central Michigan by 10, but this Warhawk team is projected dead last in the Sun Belt this season. And when you're laying points, one thing you like to see is your team scores a lot. Well, UM in a row does not do that. They average only 65 points per game. They shoot 41% from the field, 56% from the line, and 29% from beyond the arc. Now, they could shoot lights out here tonight, but I wouldn't lay the number, knowing those numbers anyway for me. Northwestern State is 1-5 on the season. Last couple losses were competitive, losing by 6-3. and three. The Demons are well-rested. They haven't played in at least 10 days. I expect this one to be in doubt at the under-four timeout. So give me the Demons of Northwestern State plus the eight on the road at UL Monroe. So that'll do it for college basketball. And I haven't done these in about a week since I've been under the weather, but I'm going to give you my coin flip bets. Yes, I want some action in the NBA and the NHL tonight since we have no football to bet on. NBA, I picked the Oklahoma City Thunder at the Minnesota Timberwolves. Total of 226. Tails it is, so I'm on the under 226 between the Thunder and the T-Wolves. NHL, well, I'm going to keep it in the state of Minnesota as well. The state of hockey, they just fired their coach. We'll see how they respond here on Tuesday. It's the St. Louis Blues at the Minnesota Wild. Total of six and a half. Heads it is, so I'll be on the over six and a half goals between the Blues and the Wild. So let's recap my card for Tuesday. Let's try to make it back-to-back winning days. How about that? College basketball, I'm on Howard, the Bison, plus the 10 and a half against Cincinnati. I'm on the Miami Hurricanes, plus the six at Kentucky. I'm on Indiana State, yes, the Sycamores, minus the five against Southern Illinois. I'm on Northwestern State, the Demons, plus the eight at UL Monroe. NBA coin flip, I'm on the Thunder and the Timberwolves, under the 226. NHL, I have the Blues and the Wild over the six and a half. So that's my card for a Tuesday. Enjoy the action. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.